Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy, fr- happy, happy Friday, Biaches. Welcome. You've made it through another week. Yay! And you made it to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live, doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. Sonny along for the ride. Colleen will finally be back on Monday. We could not be more excited. But in the Yay! meantime, in between time, we're going to celebrate Friday the best way we know how. And that's with the Brady Bunch. A very Colleen Lindstrom appropriate story. The Brady Bunch. It actually is uh, a very Colleen Lindstrom, Colleen Brady Lindstrom appropriate story. And you'll remember we are, upon her return, going to get to work trying to get her, along with us and a few of her close friends, a six night stay in the Brady home. Because that's a contest that's currently going on. And uh, we just have to shoot like a video. Like a 60-second video, that's mm-hmm. it, showing why Colleen Lindstrom is the biggest Brady Bunch fan alive. And I feel like that's going to be easy because she is. That's just the truth. She is the biggest Brady Bunch fan alive. Also, remember, Bradley, the very important part that Colleen said she didn't care about the $25,000 prize that goes along with the Brady Bunch house stay. So we get that money. Yeah, no, we told her we're taking that money. Yeah, we're going to take That's our cut it. for getting her this gig. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to tell you about a story <laughs> of a man named Brady. Actually, Greg Brady in this case. See what I was doing there? You? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. That was nice. Uh, I want to tell you a specific story about that Greg, or excuse me, the Brady Bunch house renovation. So HGTV, of course, gutted the home that was the facade for the iconic television series and recreated a home that mirrored as much of the original home's interior as seen on the set in Hollywood. Right. So just like a feat of engineering, to be sure, and one that HDTV spent a pretty penny on. And none other than Greg Brady himself has said, in fact, HGTV spent way too much money on the house. Oh, which made me okay. wonder, like, what is Greg Brady have? Is he like bitter Betty on the Brady Bunch house? Bra- Barry Williams. Barry Williams. In fact, <laughs> a guest of our show. That's right. You'll remember two years ago, he was a guest on our show during the Minnesota State Fair. We know how to book him. <laughs> much uh, to Colleen's uh, joy and amusement. Oh, but why but, is he saying they paid way, way too much? I mean. Okay, you're stating the obvious because there was a bidding war for this house, which is located in Studio City, California, which is a neighborhood in L.A. Studio City, California. Film before a live studio audience. Um, So it's not that big. And it wasn't that good looking on the inside. It was just an average house, single family house. It embodied that 70s, you know, sort of home. 
Um, like everybody's like, oh, that looks like a Brady house right. these days. Like you just you you know that it's style, very groovy, right? right? It's very groovy. Well, <laughs> apparently Barry was talking to the Television Critics Association on Thursday, and he said, "quote It was stupid because they paid like way too much. I mean, like way way too much for this house." I mean, I kind of feel like you're biting the hand that feeds you at this point, Barry Williams. I mean, I think he was being lighthearted about it. I don't think he was being particularly bitchy. But at the end of the day, it's like, do you really want headlines that say, hey, the thing that's giving you a gig? Because presumably he's getting paid some money to show up on set. Yeah. Thank you, Barry Williams, who usually is gigging it in Branson, Missouri around this time of year. But now he gets (laughs) to be sitting in front of the Television Critics Association in L.A. and talk. Well, of course, they paid too much for it but that was the point it was a bidding war remember it was between a secret uh bidder which ended up being hgtv and lance bass from nsync yeah and he he got roped in this thing so they literally did pay a pretty penny in fact um they paid one well no what did they pay well i think it was um because the price that i have i don't know if that's the price that was paid but 1.8 million to renovate it that's that's how much it was listed at. Oh no, that doesn't oh. even include the renovations. Oh wow! So, regardless, at the end of the day, they did spend a pretty penny, and what that means is, and the reason why Barry Williams was actually talking about this home is because they did a panel to do press for the upcoming renovation that will be aired on TV. Right. But wait, there's, there's more. more because you can't spend oodles and oodles of cash or millions and millions of dollars on a home renovation and just do like a four-part series on the renovation itself. Uh, So at the end of the day, when you show that, well, okay, well, you still own this million-dollar home. What are you supposed to do? Well, Holly, you have that very answer, don't you? Of course I do. What do you do when you're a network and you're strapped for cash and you have a certain thing that you want to sell? You do spinoffs, yay! yay. So you're Just telling like me back in the day, the Brady Bunch is going to get up. The Brady Bunch house is going to have a bunch of spinoffs. Tell me more, man. The Brady Bunch is going to get all up in your business, whether you like it or not. Over on Discovery Network Channel, so Discovery Network owns a bunch of your favorite channels, and uh, you're going to be seeing the Brady Bunch on such shows, including but not limited to the following: Chopped, Worst Cooks in America. The Kitchen, Fast and Loud, and Bradley Trainer. Bradley vi- Trainer, your very favorite program of all time, The Pioneer Woman. <laughs> um, the Pioneer Woman is going to be on in the Brady Bunch house. The Pioneer Woman is doing a Brady Bunch reven- re- well, uh, I mean, renovation crossover. I mean, does, what is she going to make like food in the Brady house or something? Maybe she can be Alice on an episode. And oh, she's God. cooking dinner for I don't know everybody. What you, what you think about her, Sonny? But I can't stand the Pioneer Woman. I, I mean, it's. I don't know. It seems like it goes together. Brady Bunch House, Pioneer Woman. Yeah, okay. You're being very thoughtful and kind. (laughs) Um, I'm not. So I won't be watching the Pioneer Woman. What is she? um, We don't know anything about her, but what are are some of the other franchises you mentioned or other series that are going to be involved in the Brady Bunch crossover? Uh, well, one of the series is going to be a show called Fast and Loud, which has to What's do... Fast and Loud? I, from looking at the images, I'm sure that there are those out there who watch the show, but it has to do with guys with beards who drive cars. What the heck are they going to do with the Brady 
What? They're going <laughs> to ha- grow a beard, get some tattoos, and drive some cars down the, in the San Fernando Valley. One that, way or another, HGTV going to get that money. <laughs> but that's well, I what I'm say, saying. And really, who we're saying is Discovery Networks or Discovery, because they're the, you know, that's the parent uh, company, right? Uh, right. That's the right word, because okay. technically they're all just a big fat part of... Is that NBC Disney. Universal or Disney? <laughs> Discovery's Disney? Uh, well, God, it could be anyway, at this point. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The moral of the story is you're going to see the fingers in uh, the Brady pot um, all over the place because they have this, you know, they, they have this asset now. Yeah. And so that asset needs to be used. And I guess in some ways it's genius, right? Like you buy this a simple house yep. that has such iconic memory and then you have it available to you. Um, to use over and over and over again. So presumably you can make your money back. Here's what I'm scared of with all of these network crossovers, mm-hmm. hyping the Brady Bunch. Revit- Revit- I can't, why can't I say that word today? Renovation. <laughs> Friday. You have Friday you. mouth. I do. It's okay. That the show itself is going to be boring and it's going to be crap because they are doing all of this hype to get in us reverse. in reverse. Well, to meaning. Get us- you it's not like you had this brilliant idea to have a show at the Brady house and then you renovated the Brady house. You had an idea to do the Brady house and then you're like, well, now I got to do something with it to make it entertaining and worthwhile. Or it wasn't like this show about all of the cast of the Brady bunch getting together and renovating this house. It's a wild success that now we're going to do spinoff versions of the show and put the cast in our other properties because they're so charming and so wonderful. What they're doing is doing that in reverse, getting us to pay attention to the show by putting them next to guys with beards and tattoos and hot rods in order to get us to watch the show. So now I'm kind of scared. Yeah. I because I, I think some of them make sense. Like I guess you could do cooking, right? Because they have such an iconic kitchen. Yep. And you know that could be fun, right? Or some sort of like design show. Sure. Um, so I, you know, some of these don't don't seem totally out of the the realm of possibility. No. They no. did add, by the way, two thousand square feet to the footprint of the home. Oh gosh, you'd have to. So there's so much space available. Um, they literally created a second floor where there was none. Like there was no second floor in the original facade of uh, or the original home that was the facade on the show. So do you think they added a toilet? Because remember, the Brady oh, Bunch home doesn't have a toilet. In the I TV always show. assumed that the toilet, for whatever reason, was just off the kitchen or just off the family room, which was just off the kitchen because in my would, head. They would be in the oh, bathroom. No, there was a bathroom. Yeah. The bathroom was between the girls' rooms, wasn't it? Or the girl and the boys' rooms? Like, wasn't there a, a bathroom in between? I think there was. But there was no toilet in the bathroom. I'm concerned. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. You know. I kind of feel like they probably installed a bathroom. Made toilet. it into the plans instead of maybe having a Folgers can with a napkin on the Ew. bottom. What? That's disgusting. (laughs) All right. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to get to some of the other top stories of the day from the Brady home and beyond with our good friend Elizabeth Reese. She's doing a dirt alert. This is a My Talk dirt alert. And here with all the latest on what's going on in Hollywood and beyond, it's our good friend Elizabeth Reese with the Dirt Alert. Hello. Hello. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, too. I just love Fridays. They feel so fun. Me, too. Yeah. Um, Okay, I do have a little bit of, like, interesting New York mover, shaker, political news, um, but it has to do with a divorce. So Rudy Giuliani, you know, he's often called one of the most eligible men in 
Manhattan. Oh, he loves to float around and date people. Ugh. He and his wife, <laughs> Judy Giuliani, <laughs> um, their divorce battle has now uh, gotten so bad that they are fighting over Christmas decorations. What? She accused him of swiping her Christmas decorations, and he complained that she took his cable box. <laughs> so this Petty. is all happening. Grandma and in- Grandpa are fighting. Oh. It's fascinating, though, how a divorce that involves millions and millions of dollars when the hate is so strong, yep. can really explode over like these little tiny things. Like Newsflash, you can go to Hobby Lobby and buy new Christmas decorations, right? Yep. Right. Judy has a huge walk-in closet of Christmas decorations that Rudy is holding hostage, okay. is what a friend told The Post. And um, they were battling over millions of dollars. Now it has to do with all of these little tiny things. Um they want to know she has colossal toy, toy soldiers that are in this Christmas decoration <laughs> colossal closet. Oh, and he has TV remotes. Now, in her defense, many of them were family heirlooms. There was a set of irreplaceable blown glass Christmas tree ornaments belonging to Judy's grandmother. This is what a friend says. Um, but the decorations piled up over their 15 year marriage. She packed up the apartment and moved out to go to their Southampton mansion permanently. And she realized she'd forgotten to clear out that closet. And now. Um, she asked her lawyer to get the collection back, and Rudy's legal team refused. I love that page six says, in what has now turned into a jingle hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, page six. That was pretty funny. Yeah, They're usually pretty good about he that. He wants her to give back a pair of antique chairs that, she, that he loves. This- I mean, it's sort of like, I hate to say this, but... It's sort of just like rich old white people. Oh, I was oh, going to say, of yeah. course. You know, like, would that it were that I was able to leave uh, and move out of of our home and forget that I have like an entire closet filled of, you know, giant nutcrackers, like uh, priceless <laughs> antiques. Like, yeah. oh, I forgot the uh, West Wing uh, know, Christmas closet. Right? Yeah. How funny. And I the know. fact that you have a whole entire closet that is solely dedicated to holiday decorations. Yeah. It's really nasty. They were in court yesterday duking it out over their estimated $30 million in assets. He has to pay her $110,000 a month in order to keep her lifestyle what it was when they were together. I mean, it really is fascinating. Fascinating. Oh, how the other half live. I think Mm. these big ticket divorces are just so interesting because it's like... So much sad. sad like, I just feel sad brief. for me and for them. Me yep. because I I could I would like their money, and B um, also to and that you just know they're not happy people. Well, the pettiness. Like all that money buys you nothing. nothing. No ability to look beyond some tchotchkes in a closet. Right. Because happy people, satisfied people, would not be acting in the way that Rudy Giuliani. And his soon-to-be ex-wife are acting. No, you hate each other that much that yeah. you want any little thing that would bring that other person peace or happiness you want to take away. That's when you know that you've hit rock bottom. I and, mean, and, and you can't accomplish anything age, good. I don't know how old she is, but for Rudy, I mean, I feel like he's got to be in his 70s. His 60s or 70s, 60s I or think. 70s. Yeah, let me see. So I just feel like to super... be that bitter. At- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood. Childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That point of your life has to be sad. I know. I know. Uh, Duchess Megan's mom, Doria Ragland, has been a big help with baby Archie. Oh. That mama has been there a lot and helping with the baby and this big life adjustment. And um, that also that Prince Harry has been amazing and is a real hands-on co-parent. Oh. So that's nice. That's good to know. That is good to know. I know. I think it's nice that she can have her mom come and stay, though, for a long time. That's like a hard thing. I bet that's very comforting for her, being in a situation that's not her home base. I know. And then to have mom there to help. Well, I've said this before. I can't imagine the idea of having a royal baby who is considered somewhat to be property of the people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would make me very uncomfortable. Yeah, even though they said, Archie, they wanted to raise him and have him be a private citizen, still, there is that level of public scrutiny for sure interest and there is like a sense of duty yeah that has to come along with this i do think too that you know that whole narrative of them pushing out like we just want him to be a normal child and private i feel like that's important even though it's totally ludicrous and never going to happen you, you you can't be in that family and not always be on display in yeah. some way or another but it does allow them to be in control of the narrative where the assumption is always this child is going to be private which mm-hmm. means i feel like in the spectrum of royal um exposure right that would then allow him them maybe some more space to not always be out in the open and yeah. on display because like for example i'm thinking of uh, who's the king to be the prince george, uh, William. george. george. i'm Little sorry george. The, the the kid yeah george george yeah. so he you know they just did that whole like photo shoot of him as a kid and i just thought that's kind of weird like I know, but we all do it too. I mean, we love it, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. parents do it, but yeah. But there's an obligation for him in a way that there won't be for. That's true. But right. that being said, the one thing that I really loved about those photos is that it showed him being a happy kid versus when you look at like royal portraits mm. of your. And some sure. of this is just the reality of how our culture is going, right? I right. mean, you think about like the wedding portraits of your grandparents. Do they look happy in them? No. No. <laughs> You know, now it's like we're floating through a field and our dress is floating and it's all like whatever. So, I mean, some of that is just reflected in culture and society as a whole. But it's nice to see, I think, the photos of him showing him just as a child, like fun and happy and being a kid, which I think hopefully translates into this idea that you get to just be a real person, too. Mm -hmm. I mean... You get to be a person. That kind of goes with the MO of the public relations of the Cambridges anyways, is that they want to bring the monarchy down to earth because I think they realize if they want this gig to survive, they're going to have to do stuff like that. By looking ostentatious. Exactly. No, no. I mean, you can a little bit. You can for a while until you have a coup and a revolution. Look what happened to the the czars of Russia. I was going to say in every other house in Europe post-World War II. Side note, I speaking of Russia, because I brought it up, I started watching Chernobyl the last two nights. Oh. I have made it through 15 minutes each night because it is so stressful. Wow. I'm so stressed. Have you watched it, Holly? I've watched the first couple of episodes. And then what happened to you? Do you feel stressed? Yeah. Am I not in a good life space to be able to do this? Because it is really stressing me out. 
when I see these people with radiation <laughs> raining you. down on them, I cannot yeah. even function. And then I was like, that's it. My 15 minutes are up. I got to go to bed. Yeah, like when they're in flames and, you know, their skin, oh. their flesh is burning oh, off. Oh, and what? Hey, look, yes. this really happened, It Brad. was a new no, I know. <laughs> I know it happened. Like, yeah. I'm talking about the fact that I didn't realize it was so graphic. Well, it, well it's it, not it's, like excessively no. graphic. It's just when you, I mean, the whoever did the score for Chernobyl yeah. is so good mm-hmm. because the music is so unsettling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it really mm-hmm. makes it like, it's such an example of if I, if I didn't hear the music, would it be as impactful? I don't think so. The music is unbelievable because it just makes you feel so stressed. I have, I kid you not, you guys, 15 minutes, two nights in a row. Yeah. That's all well, I've Hopefully gotten. Friday yeah. will get you to 20 at least. I don't oh even gosh. know. I don't know if I want to ruin the weekend. I just can't. Uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal talking about Heath Ledger, the late Heath Ledger, and saying that he loved that Heath Ledger would always shut down any sort of homophobic joke. Shut it down right away, especially in the wake of Brokeback Mountain. That's I mean, awesome. When that movie yeah. came out, which was so monumental. And um, Jake Gyllenhaal's on Sunday today coming up this weekend. So he's talking about his memories of Heath Ledger, who died in 2008 already. 11 wow. years ago. Time does fly, sadly. Certainly um, does. Thanks, friends. Thank you, thank Elizabeth. You. Good luck this weekend watching the rest of Chernobyl, Ooh, or at least the next 15 minutes. <laughs> when we come back, 30 seconds, five questions. You could win a prize, but only on the Colleen and Bradley Show. And only if you call 30 seconds, five questions. You could win a prize, but only on the Colleen and Bradley show and only at 1230 on My Talk 107.1. By the way, if uh, you want to win a prize before the end of the month, but it's not during the 30-second pop culture challenge, you can sign up by uh, downloading and logging on to our My Talk 107.1 app and registering for the Tank a Day giveaway, Holly, right? What does that mean? That means that when you listen to us via the My Talk app and you register, you could become eligible to win $100 worth of gas just, you know, for listening. It's real easy, and you only got a couple of days left because it's almost the end of July. I hate to tell you. <sighs> We're like two-thirds of the way through summer. Okay, I don't need to hear that right now. But right Sorry. now, I do need to hear the theme music for the 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge! Who is on the phone today? Hassani. Christy on the phone. Christy's on the phone. And Holly, what is Christy playing for? Christy's playing for a pair of general admission tickets to the 2019 Cat Video Festival. That's Thursday, August 8th at CHS Field in St. Paul. Now, Christy, I have a proposition for you. Okay. You can play the 30-second pop culture challenge yourself, or you can have Donna play it for you. Donna, huh? So it's um, totally up to yeah. you. Whatever oh, you want to no. do. I yeah, like that. Sure, Donna, ah. I believe in you. Oh, okay, couldn't Christy be a lifeline? Uh, no. No, because we only have 30 seconds. All right, so all there's right, not enough all time. Right, all right, don't Are be you mad sure, at Christy? me, Christy. Yeah, no, of course. I believe in you, Donna. Oh, you got no. this. All right. Oh, thanks. Okay. Uh, the timer will begin, Donna, after I ask the first question. Oh, Here God. we go. Who famously played the Star Spangled Banner at Woodstock? Next. Lisa Rinna is a real housewife from what city? Beverly Hills. Gizmo, the uh, star creature from what film franchise? Uh, Gremlins. Colonel Sanders is the mascot for what fast food chain? Charo plays what instrument? Uh, she plays the, the, the ukulele. Nope, close. Uh, the banjo. Close. Uh, the um, Regular old. Uh, guitar. Who famously played the Star Spangled Banner at Woodstock? I don't know. Uh, oh, oh, it's, uh, what's his face? Jimi Hendrix. Yeah! 
Christy, you just got yourself a pair of tickets to the Cat Video Festival. Woo! So hold, right. the, hold the line. Sonny will get all your information for you if she hasn't already. So congratulations for you that. You do this every day yeah. on yeah, your you show, do. Donna. So don't act uh, like yeah, this Yeah, you do hard. this when you're sitting in the car. Uh, Come on. I don't, get, I don't always get them all. Yeah. What's the game you play on your show? Where uh, you the have College to play of Pop Culture College Knowledge. Of Pop Culture Knowledge. So you're used to being in the hot seat. You did a great job. I knew you Thank could do you it. Guys. Thanks for getting Christy those Cat Video Festival yes. tickets. And Holly, if you weren't Christy and won them, how can you get them? You can go to mytalk1071.com, keyword cats. You're going to want to get them now because our VIP section brought to you by Chuck and Don's is almost sold out. By the way, those tickets, 75 bucks, and ticket prices are going to go up August 1st, and that's next week, so they're only $10 right now. Please go and buy your tickets, mytalk1071.com, keyword cats. Fabulous. Now, let's play my other favorite part of the show. It's the Blinded by the Item from Hollywood. Like it's, a perfume, blinded by the atom by Holly. Mm, yum! It smells like patchouli, sweat, regret, and, and lies. Exactly. All right, so we got a full house here. Bradley, Donna from the Donna and Steve show. Sonny's here. We're all gonna try to solve some celebrity gossip mysteries in the form of blind items. Here's our first one. Um, you would think after all these years that this former A plus list tweener actress turned A minus. B-plus list adult singer would know the rules. You signed the dotted line and agreed to perform on the awards show, and you got nominated. If your team is good enough to make sure it is a win rather than just a nomination, that is how this has gone for the entire existence of the cable awards show. Oh, my gosh. Okay, this is a lot. So break it down for me. What am I looking for now? An A-minus, B-plus list... A plus tweener turned. Oh, yeah. A plus list so tweener. She was an former. A. Mm-hmm. A plus list tweener turned actress turned adult singer. Yeah. So basically, what they're saying is you signed on the dotted line and agreed to perform at this award show. And then you get nominated. Now, if your team is good enough, you make sure that it's a win rather than just a nomination. That how is how it has gone for the entire existence of this cable award show. Well, okay, Cable Awards Show means MTV. The Video Music Awards. Ding. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. So who just perform- was didn't this just happen? Well, there's somebody making no, headlines. No, they just made the they just made the nomination. Yeah, they put out the, the nominations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they made nominations. Now there's somebody making headlines. Uh that that may there may be or maybe not be performing. And she's an actress. Remember singer. Somebody this may this was last oh, year though ew, I think because she would not she refused to perform. I can't remember why this, though. This is not is she, is she a sex worker? No. Oh, okay. Is it's this, not Lindsay Lohan. No, it's not Lindsay Lohan. No. A plus tweener. So this was somebody obviously who was a young celebrity. Mm-hmm. Was it a Disney person? Yeah, it was okay. a Disney person. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, so, so he, like a... Okay, keep Yeah, going. so this is the rules of the MTV VMAs. You sign the dotted line and agree to perform and you get nominated. Now, this person maybe didn't sign the dotted line and didn't get nominated and is now making headlines and saying, there's no blanking way I'm going to perform at the MTV Video Music Awards. So now I feel like it's got to be somebody like a... What are you doing with your hands and face? I'm giving you a hint. With my hands, this person claw? released a music video with a, with a claw. 
in a particular part of their body on an Miley outfit. Cyrus? Oh, with the teeth and yeah. the thing. Miley, Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. I feel like people were screaming up their radios. I apologize. Let okay, me fill in the blank yeah. for you. So you would think after all these years that Miley Cyrus would know the rules. The rules being you sign the dotted line and agree to perform on the award show, the MTV Video Music Awards, and then you get nominated. And if your team is good enough, you make sure it's a win rather than just a nomination. That's how it has gone for the entire existence of the MTV Video Music Awards. Now, there's headlines today that Miley Cyrus refuses to perform at the MTV VMAs after receiving zero nominations. Well, she didn't agree to perform. They didn't give her the nominations. Oh, so so she, there's somebody no just gripe. forgot to turn in the form. Exactly. Well, and there's no griping because you didn't play by the rules, Miley Cyrus. Got it. Like, so, like, this is not a protest of you because you didn't get zero nominations. You didn't play the game. Yeah, you didn't play the and game right. Likey. Why? Um, who votes for the MTV Video Music Awards? Oh. Isn't it the fans? Who votes? No, it's not a voting. Is yeah, it? Oh, it, it is. is. You can vote on social media oh. platforms. But you probably only get a portion but of the vote. Who knows? Okay. Whenever I see, like, you know, people's choice, I'm like, you know, those editors sat in a room and plickety pluck. Yeah. Plucked. Oh, look, there's 50,000 extra votes for this yeah. person. Oh, are we going to get the most advertising I don't like dollars that. from? That stinks. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's okay. Go but I don't blame you. All right, gang, let's try to solve this next celebrity gossip mystery. This is Nicholas Cage level creepy. Okay. Yeah. If it wasn't bad enough that the mogul slash wannabe rapper was hooking up with someone who hooked up with one of his sons first, mm-hmm. apparently. There have been two sons who have hooked up with her. Mm. I'm sure it is love with good old dad, though. So, you know who this is. Um, is it Diddy? Yeah, she just said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah, that's In a big fact, age difference too. This was the headline yesterday, right, Holly? That um, Diddy was <laughs> Diddy was <clears throat> diddying with with the daughter. <laughs> Of the stepdaughter of Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let me fill in the blanks for you. Nick, this is all Nicolas Cage level creepy. So if it wasn't bad enough that Diddy was hooking up with someone who hooked up with one of his sons first, that would be Lori Harvey, the stepdaughter of Steve Harvey. Apparently, there have been two sons who have hooked up with Lori, but I'm sure it's good, good old fashioned love with Diddy. Yes. Did the did it really say wanna be rapper? Yes, it did. <laughs> and that's how I knew it was Diddy because that's the other they always Enti Lawyer will call him the mogul wannabe yeah. rapper. Yeah, well he's the main one that I hear is called wannabe rapper out of the whole hip hop. That is funny. <laughs> there was some other there was some whole like uh um Sort of connecting of the dots, like with the weird relationship, because wasn't it Steve Harvey? So it's like Diddy is with the daughter of Steve Harvey. Ex-wife? Steve Harvey is current yeah. wife. Oh, current third so, and current his stepdaughter. Yeah. Da- is, whoa, Diddy has dated Steve Harvey's current and third wife. Wait, what? No, no, no. Steve Harvey's daughter or step is it stepdaughter? Stepdaughter. Okay. Steve Harvey's stepdaughter is dating Diddy. Okay. And that is from that, his Steve Harvey's third wife. Ah. And allegedly the daughter has also been with his sons, two of his sons, right? Two of Diddy's sons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Steve Harvey was allegedly cheating with his current wife 
on while he was married to his second wife. So there's just oh, like yeah, all yeah, yeah. sorts of delightful yeah, interfamily yeah, yeah. dynamics going on. Mm-hmm. It has an awkward Thanksgiving, I'll tell you. That. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's very true. Very true. We don't have any more time, Donna. Okay, we must then. go. All right. Thanks for having me. I but, will tell you, though, that our blind item, our last one, was basically saying that Andy Cohen is telling everyone not to book Kathy Griffin for any television jobs. Oh, that does oh, not why? surprise me, me in either. the least. And now I would encourage you all. Once her show comes out, I don't know where it's going to be streaming, but whenever it does, you should watch it because as whatever you think about Kathy Griffin, she has a fascinating story to tell and uh, she dishes a lot of dirt too. So, What have you guys been Googling all week? Well, we're just about to find out. You're listening to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071, streaming live, doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer. Colleen will be back on Monday. Holly Roberts and Sonny along for the ride today. Thank you, ladies. Now, let's get right to our good friends over at the Google. You better see this. There's something new trending. It's time to talk Google Trends with someone who knows what you're looking for. What are all those websites in your search history? With a Google Trends expert, here are Colleen and Bradley. And today, our good friend Molly's in line. Hey, Molly. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Wonderful. It's Friday. It's beautiful outside. We're happy to be alive. And uh, I imagine you are, too. I am, indeed. (laughs) Good. Well, let's get right to the things that have been trending this week. There's a long list, but let's start with um, Bindi Irwin. Good news is always a great place to start. I think you're right about that. And there was certainly a lot of good news for Bindi Irwin this week. She turned 21, and on her 21st birthday, she got engaged to her longtime boyfriend, which is very exciting, and they have such a sweet story. They actually met at the Australia Zoo six years ago. Bindi was the tour guide when her boyfriend was in town for a wakeboarding competition, and they were engaged in exactly the same spot. So really lovely news there, and a lot of talk about her ring because, you know, being an Irwin, she has a lot of interest in the environment, and so it's made from recycled rose gold. And we saw a lot of people interested in this ring. In fact, searches for her ring spiked 300% more than searches for Scarlett Johansson's ring, which also caused a lot of buzz this week. Wow. Oh, and I imagine that on the news of Bindi Irwin becoming engaged this week, that were people engaging with Google uh, to maybe reminisce about Bindi's time with her dad, the late Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter? Definitely. We saw a lot of the trending questions be, you know, around how old is she now? She's 21. But also, how old was she when that happened to her and that that she lost her dad? And she was just eight at the time. So definitely a long time since. But I think that the Irwins are so beloved by so many people. And I think that people really did take that opportunity to remember the great impact that they've had. And also on Twitter, Terry Irwin, mom to Bindi, had definitely posted a photo of the engagement and also had said that she knows that Steve would have been so very happy. Um, there's also like photos from people, people's exclusive, where um, there's like a snake slithering around her hand near the engagement ring. That's 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 fascinating. But I guess it's on brand with the Irwin family. Yes, I saw those too, and I had the same thought. I think that it is indeed on brand for them. There's another one with a koala, which is pretty fun, but I thought it was kind of interesting because she was talking about her reign and how it was a vintage style because she's quite traditional, and yet there was a snake in the photo, so I thought that was pretty funny. (laughs) Well, something else that was uh, trending this week, Molly, 
always something that I consider to be a good thing. In and out burger. But why of all the weeks was In and Out Burger trending? That is a really good question, and this is quite the fun story. So, In-N-Out Burger, as we know, is a beloved chain largely in the western part of the country. And people, I live over here on the East Coast, and a lot of folks are always wondering, you know, when is New York going to get In-N-Out Burger? Well, some social media detectives were on the case this week when a photo was posted of a largely intact In-N-Out Burger on a street in Queens in New York City. And people had a lot of questions about how did it get there. As it turns out, a woman was flying from California to New York, and she, as a little airplane snack, had four kind of disassembled In-N-Out Burgers that she had brought with her to travel. She seems to have dropped one, and that's what caused the stir. But I would actually say that I think that this fun story had a little bit of something to do with the fact that the top trending question about In-N-Out Burger was, what states is In-N-Out Burger in? Mm. Right. Yeah, everybody wants to know where they can get their In-N-Out Burger. And what's so fascinating about this story is my first thought, because this is how much we live in the world of conspiracy theories on the Colleen and Bradley show, is did somebody, you know, did somebody over at In-N-Out Burger pay someone to just drop a burger randomly in New York to see if the photo would go viral because, you know, it just seems like something in the world that we live in today that would be quite possible. Generate buzz. Yeah. That is such an interesting thought. I hadn't thought about that, but I think that you could be right. I'm not going to put it past them. Absolutely. So from uh, burgers, and by the way, um, I'm always happy to talk about burgers. Yep. I don't, however, understand the last thing. Uh, on our list of Google Trends. Um, by the way, if you're just joining us on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're talking to Molly Vandenberg from Google. Um, w- what is Leo season? What does that mean? That is a good question and a very fun trend this week. So Leo season refers to the astrological sign Leo. Of course, you know, every sign is attributed to a particular time of year where the stars are in a certain position in the sky. So for Leos, that's between July 23rd and August 23rd. And so I have noticed that as of late, there's been quite the internet culture around astrology, particularly as it comes to memes. And so we saw searches in Leo season memes like about 450% this week because I think everyone was like, I'm a Leo, I'm loud, I'm proud, I'm out there, and they're kind of associated with the attributes that a Leo might have. Sure, the fire sign, the big, proud Leo. So all the Leos on the internet are really feeling themselves this week. That's what you're saying, Molly. That's what it appears to be the case. And I did a little bit of digging because I have to ask, are either of you Leos? No. Nope. I am. Oh, Sonny Sonny is is a Leo. (laughs) So she's definitely feeling the Leo season. Molly, I have to be honest, I did Google Leo season. I'm like... Is this somebody in sports? Is it? I'm like, not sure who this is. My name is Leo Season. Yeah. I just had to double check, but it turns out, no, that is not the case. Yeah, well, it could have been a name. That is for sure. But happy Leo Season to you. Now, I am not a Leo. I am a Taurus. So I had to do some digging as to, you know, what does Leo Season mean for me? And allegedly, because I am an Earth sign, they say that I could be overwhelmed this month. So I suppose I'm just going to have to hold on. Notice, uh, Molly, how we did not have, I, I don't think Taurus season trended during our, our uh, particular sign season. Yes, I think that that's what's really interesting is that I definitely saw Leo season trend this week, but I don't think that other signs have trended to the same degree. Yeah. Tells you something about Leos, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. A little, little insecure, maybe. 
Kidding! Kidding! I'm not going to make Molly sign off on no. that. There's some truth to that. Uh-huh. I can admit that. Well, Molly, thank you so much for joining us uh, today and sharing what has been trending on Google this week. Of course, it is always so much fun to be here. So thank you for having me and have a wonderful weekend. Thanks, Molly. Thanks, you too. Molly. That's again, Molly Vandenberg from Google telling us what was trending this week. I kid. I kid. <laughs> Sorry, but it's but, true. It's true. But Taurus didn't trend. I'm just saying. I was going to ask her, did any other horoscope? Um, Actually, trend? I do remember. I, I don't know if it trended, to be quite honest with you. Um, but what's the one before? Is it cancer? Yep. Because I do remember seeing a lot of uh, things on social media about cancer season. Because I only remember that because much like Leo season makes you go, what, what does Leo season mean? Like Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio because he has a movie coming right, out? Right, exactly. When I, I saw cancer season, I was like, that's just horrible. Why are we <laughs> talking about cancer uh-huh. season i was like oh duh yeah it's the sign cancer and yeah. it was a bunch of leos yeah that that, that upped that search mm-hmm. to that 400 to and some odd percent the trend yeah yep. absolutely you well, fire signs you <laughs> congrats honey we've uh we've talked about you enough for this segment <laughs> we'll come back to you later in the show i'm kidding all right when we come back here on the colleen and bradley show we do have a question for you it's a very simple one halloween weekend Is that a good idea or a bad idea? Celebrating Halloween on a weekend, always. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433. And you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.